Hi, am I in the air? What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? My name is Don Mega, and I'm your host, and I'm so happy that you're here to join me tonight to get caught up with all the latest and the greatest when it comes to entertainment news, television movies, non-spoiler reviews. You come right here on a weekly basis to get caught up with it all right here on Am I on the Air? It's season 27, episode 12, and tonight's show is titled Glorious Purpose. We're going to be breaking down three movies, several TV shows, and then, of course, the news of the week from November 8th through today, November the 14th. So I hope you all are ready, strapped in, and uh, ready for another ride of entertainment news, man. about to dump a bunch of knowledge on you guys, and I hope that you're ready for it um, here tonight on Am I on the Air? So I'm going to start things off, of course, as we do with our non-spoiler movie reviews. And uh, I'm going to start with the new number one movie in the world. And that is the latest in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm talking about the Marvels. The Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Marvels. Uh, This one here, the 33rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is crazy. The pseudo-sequel to Captain Marvel. You got Brie Larson coming back as Carol Danvers. Uh, But this time, it's called The Marvels because she's teaming up. She's teaming up with Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. She's teaming up with Monica Rambeau, uh, who, you know, a.k.a. Photon. And uh, this was an interesting story, man. You know, this movie had been delayed multiple times due to COVID, due to different things, um, due to the writer's strike. This was supposed to be a summer movie that was supposed to originally come out back in July. Then it got pushed to November. And of course, because of the strike, no one has been able to promote the movie. And Marvel decided, you know, we don't really want to push it back again. We want to go ahead and release this thing. So we'll put it out and and we'll hope for the best. And here's the thing. Financially, box office wise, I know we'll talk about box office here in a minute. but the movie did not do very well. And it saddens me because this is a pretty damn good movie. Um, This movie is a ton of fun. And when I say fun, I don't mean like the movie sucks, but it's fun. No, it's fun. Like when we walked out, I said, man, I had a blast with this movie. It was a lot of fun. And that was exactly the word my wife used as well. She said, you know, yes, like it was so much fun. It's funny. It's got great action. Uh, it's lighthearted. It was only an hour and 45 minutes long. It was fun, but there's this diatribe online. There's, there's a lot of toxicity online that basically is knocking this film without even seeing it because it's quote unquote woke, right? It's got three female leads. Fuck Marvel. How could they have females leading these movies? 
um, because they're pretty fucking badass and uh, they deserve this, right? These are three characters that have had their own story arcs. We've already had Captain Marvel. We've already had um, her pop up in Endgame and her pop up in the post credits of Shang-Chi. And we know that she's been out there fighting the good fight. Monica Rambeau, we saw her on WandaVision, right? We were introduced to her at a very young age in the first Captain Marvel movie, and then we get reintroduced to her in WandaVision, and we see how she gets her powers. And then Kamala Khan, we see her. She had her own show on Disney+, Plus, and we saw how she became Miss Marvel. So bringing these three together to make a team-up movie called The Marvels, it's like doing an Avengers film, but with the chicks, man. It's it, They're the Marvels, and it worked. So here's the tagline. Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree and taken revenge on the supreme intelligence. But unintended consequences see Carol shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe when her duties send her to an anomaly wormhole linked to a Kree revolutionary. Her powers become entangled with that of Jersey City superfan Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, and Carol's estranged niece, now saber astronaut Captain Monica Rambeau. Together, this unlikely trio must team up and learn to work in concert to save the universe. So yeah, you got Brie Larson, you got Tiona Paris, you got Amon Vellani, um, you know, Samuel Jackson's here is Nick Fury. You got the family from Miss Marvel, which are great. Um, I had such a blast here. I thought the three leads, Brie, Tiona, and Iman, perfect together. They work so well together that I want to see more, hopefully, in an Avengers movie. Iman Vellani steals the show. I think everyone agrees. I think if you look at the online uh, reviews, everybody, even people that didn't like the movie, will tell you, Aman Vellani's Kamala Khan steals the movie. She's amazing. Um, is the movie perfect? No. Is this a top-tier Marvel film? No. But it's fun, man, and it was a good movie, and it doesn't deserve the hate that it's getting. You know, it has a weak villain. It's got, I don't want to say a weak story because I understand the motives behind the story, but there's a couple different things in the movie that made me kind of be like, what? But outside of that, the runtime is crisp. It's super funny. Samuel Jackson is awesome as Nick Fury in this movie. Um, I just thought everything really, really worked well. And I had a blast with it. My daughter loved this movie. She gave it a 10 out of 5. <laughs> she even she was Miss Marvel for Halloween. She wore her Halloween outfit to the movie to support Miss Marvel. She was Captain Marvel a couple years ago for Halloween. This movie was right up her alleyway. Um seeing her heroes on the big screen team up, seeing uh you know Kamala fawn over Captain Marvel. Things that my daughter would have done. You know, and it was a great film for the family to go together and enjoy. And I give it a big thumbs up. I recommend you go see it. If you're somebody that just has been on the fence and been like, oh, this doesn't look really good. Go check it out, man. See for yourself. Because I'll tell you, over the last couple of days, when I look on X or I look on threads, most of the, the tweets, quote unquote, that I see are positive. It's people saying, man, like I underestimated this movie. I had a blast with it. And it's a lot of positivity online, way more than the negativity. And when you look at the Rotten Tomatoes, right, you see the critics at like a 62%, but the fan rating is at 85%. So most fans are really liking this movie, 85%. 
So I'm not sure why people are not supporting it. Like I said, box office wise, this was the lowest debut ever for an MCU film, which is crazy figuring that Captain Marvel is a billion dollar movie, um, that this movie didn't even cross 50 mil. You know, it trips me out. Five Nights at Freddy's just a couple weeks ago made 80 million in its debut. And this movie couldn't even make 50. Like, I don't know what's going on with comic book movies in the year of 2023. You know, besides Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which did very, very well. You have the Marvels failing at the box office. We had Blue Beetle fail. We had Shazam 2 fail. We'll see what happens with Aquaman next month. It's probably going to fail. Like, I don't know, man. Is it superhero fatigue? People are not supporting? I don't know. We'll have to talk about it more in another forum. Um, but I really enjoyed this. I give the Marvels four out of five stars. I thought it was awesome, and I can't wait to see it again. For those of you wanting to hear our full not our full spoiler review uh, thoughts on it, yes, I am looking to get the band back together. It's been several months since we've done one of these, but we're looking to do an Am I Still on the Air with myself, Friggins, and Peeps talking about the Marvels. I hope to record maybe tomorrow or Thursday, um, but we'll get it done this week and keep an eye out for its release, okay? It is coming, guys. It is coming. All right, moving on to my next film. It's going to be a Netflix original. Actually, I'm going to do two Netflix originals for the next couple of movies. Up first is Pain Hustlers. After losing her job, a single mom falls into a lucrative but ultimately dangerous scheme selling prescription drugs. Now, this is a true story. It's directed by David Yates. It stars Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, Catherine O'Hare, Jay Duplass, uh, Andy Garcia. Um, let's see. Uh, man, yeah, that's your main cast right there. Really led by Emily Blunt and Chris Evans. And, you know, we've seen a lot in the last year about prescription drugs and the dangers of them, right? But this is another true story about a different kind of drug. It was a cancer drug um, that this you know, company had, um, led by Andy Garcia, but Chris Evans was the main sales guy, uh, at this pharmaceutical company, um, slanging these pills, right? And he recruits Emily Blunt to join the team and they start doing this scheme where they pretty much are bartering with these doctors and bribing them with trips and maybe more. I don't want to go too far of what they're promising, but it's it's really interesting, and then they get these doctors to say, okay, I'll pimp your drugs, right, because you're hooking me up. You you do me, I'll do you, right? Um, this was a really interesting movie that I really, really enjoyed. Um, I think it's worth the watch. I thought everybody was great, especially Emily Blunt. She's just so good. She kills it and everything, um, and I think this one's really, really worth the watch. It's streaming on Netflix right now. It's called Pain Hustlers, and I give this one three out of five stars. And then my third movie here is another Netflix original that just dropped this weekend, and it's The Killer. This is David Fincher's new movie starring Michael Fassbender. I love David Fincher. I love Michael Fassbender. I loved the trailer to this movie. I hated this movie. (laughs) So, um, so disappointed. So disappointed. This is one of the movies that I forced my wife to watch with me. And she was like, why are we still watching this? Please shut it off. This is horrible. And I'm like, no, we must finish it. And then we finished it. And I was like, God, I should have shut it off. Um, I, I can't believe how boring this movie was. When you look at the premise, you look at the poster, you look at the trailer. Listen to this breakdown. 
After a fateful near miss, an assassin battles his employers and himself on an international manhunt he insists isn't personal. Okay, cool. We got an assassin. We got this hitman, right? It's Michael Fassbender. He's he's killing it, right? We're going to have all this action. It's going to be awesome. David Fincher style. Yes. The movie's so slow, it drags for two hours. Michael Fassbender does this, like, narration. Today I sat on a park bench and I cleaned my gun waiting, waiting for the right opportunity. Who gives a fuck? Shut up, Michael Fassbender, and go shoot somebody. Like, come on, man. Like, I just could not get into this thing. It was so bad. Um, And I hate it, man. I hate that I feel this way. Because, again, love David Fincher. Love Michael Fassbender. But I just couldn't do it. I can't get, I cannot recommend this movie. Now, this is another movie that when you look online, you're seeing both sides of the spectrum. I've seen people say this is their favorite movie of the year. I've seen a lot of people say they like this movie. But then I've seen a lot of people agree with me that it's boring and nothing really happens. And nothing really does happen in this movie. There's like one big fight scene. You know, there's one little chase scene. And outside of that, meh. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's that's the killer, man. I can only go two stars on this one. Two out of five. Uh, it just, and that's a stretch. I mean, I really, looking back on it, I feel like I should give it a one. But, you know, I, I'll give Michael Fassbender his due. I do think it's beautifully directed, so I'll give it two stars. Um, but I'm sad because I was really, really looking forward to this movie, and it did not pay off for me, unfortunately. So that is The Killer. That's our three movies, man. The Marvels, Pain Hustlers, and The Killer. Let's switch on over to TV. Nothing truly new the only new thing i checked out was the new millie vanilli documentary that dropped on paramount plus it was awesome blame it on the rain baby um i loved millie vanilli growing up and was just as shocked as anyone when we found out that they were lip syncing and they didn't even sing on the album so this is a really cool documentary telling you about this story it's streaming on paramount plus it's definitely worth the watch check it out Everything else I want to just touch on are season finales, man, that you guys should definitely be checking out now that they're done. Loki season two, the sixth and final episode aired glorious purpose. Loki found his glorious purpose. Um, it was a hell of a finale. It was a hell of a season. I absolutely loved this season. I liked it more than season one. Is this the last time we'll see Loki? I don't know. There's a great possibility, um, but definitely worth you watching. If you're somebody that's been waiting for the show to end before you watched, it's done now. You can stream all six episodes. Go do it. It is worth it. I absolutely give a big thumbs up to Loki season two, and the finale was Chef's Kiss. Next finale was Power Book Four, Force Season Two. Fourth season two aired um, over the weekend and had its finale. The show has been renewed for a third season, so we'll be back. Great finale. Love Tommy. Love this show. If you're a fan of the of the Power Universe, you should definitely be checking out Force. So again, if you've been waiting for all the episodes to drop, they're there now. Check out season two in its entirety. Also now, The Morning Show, season three. That ended over on Apple TV+. Plus. Loved it. Again, this was a fantastic season. Cannot wait to see where they go next with this. I know this one hasn't quite been picked up yet for season four, 
but I'm hoping it will be here soon um, because it definitely deserves it. Um, it's a fantastic show, and I want to see what happens next to these characters. So check out The Morning Show, Season 3, all now airing on Apple TV+. And lastly, Doom Patrol is over. Yes, Season 4 has officially ended. I know we took a big gap between Part A and Part 2, um, but it's it's wrapped up now. And I don't even know how I feel about the season. I've always had this love-hate relationship with Doom Patrol where I like it and I want to support it, but it's such a weird-ass show and, and sometimes goes so far off the rails that I can't enjoy it. Uh, the finale was okay. I thought it was okay. I don't think it went out on the best of terms, but you know the writing was on the wall, and I think it went out the best way it could. So if you've been waiting to finish Doom Patrol, go check out Season 4 in its entirety. So... That's what I got for you guys right now um, over here. Once again, let's recap. We got the Marvels now in theaters, four out of five stars. Pain Hustlers on Netflix, three out of five stars. The Killer on Netflix, two out of five stars. Check out Loki Season 2 on Disney+. Plus. Millie Vanilli Documentary over on Paramount+. Plus. Power Force Season 2. Check out the whole season of Season 2 over on Stars. The Morning Show Season 3 on Apple TV+. Plus. And Doom Patrol Season 4. Over on Max. All right, there you go. That's your glorious purpose. Let's get on over to the box office, guys. And let's, uh, yeah, let's discuss this. Number 10, we got Paw Patrol, the Mighty Movie. Number 9 was Radical. Number 8 was Tiger 3. Number 7, Journey to Bethlehem. Number 6, The Holdovers. Number 5, Killers of the Flower Moon. Number 4, Priscilla. Number 3, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Number 2, Five Nights at Freddy's. And number 1 was The Marvels. But man, $46 million. And I remember on Sunday night when the estimates came out, it had it at 47, which we were already like, ooh, 47 million. And then the final numbers came out and it was 46. It's even less, guys. What happened? Like I said, the lowest debut ever for a Marvel movie. And, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe started in 2008 with an unknown Iron Man, and it made more money than the Marvels, the 33rd film in the MCU. Um, very, very sad to see. Uh, very heartbreaking and sucks. Because it doesn't deserve it. It deserves to make way more. I remember when the estimates were like 80 million, and I was like, there's no way. It's going to it's gonna crush 80 million. God, I bet they wish they got 80 million at this point. Hopefully it has a strong second week. I'm hoping the word of mouth gets out. And we'll see where it takes us. All right. That's what we got, guys. Let's switch gears. Let's get into our news of the week. And I want to start off the news with the celebration. Hallelujah. The SAG after strike is over. The actor strike is done. SAG after and the studios have reached a deal. A new three year contract has been signed. Actors are allowed to go back to work. They are allowed to promote their films again. I know Captain Marvel, uh, what Brie Larson and Amon Vellani were jumping out to movie theaters over the weekend. Like, yo, we're here. Come watch our movie. Uh, trying to get out there and support. You know, Timothy Chalamet hosted SNL over the weekend, and he was happy that he could finally talk about Wonka. You know, it's good to see the actors talking about their stuff. It's good to see that things are going to start filming again ASAP. TV shows are starting to film. I'm so glad that this is over. The strike went a long time. It has affected a lot of people, and I'm glad that both sides got what they wanted, and the um, 
SAG After Strike is over. Congratulations, guys. Avatar The Last Airbender coming to Netflix in 2024. And we got a really cool poster that came out for that. So definitely check out that. I know a lot of people are really looking forward to uh, the Avatar The Last Airbender. Disney Plus and Hulu are going to merge their apps um, starting next month. Now, not everyone will get the merged app. Supposedly, only certain people will get it. And then everyone will get it by March. But they are going to start in December merging some accounts. So we'll see how it goes. I hope I get the merged app. I would love to test it out. And we'll see. Keep us posted. Uh, We have the first trailer for the new Ghostbusters movie. It finally dropped. And it looks awesome. It's officially titled Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. And I loved this trailer. I thought it looks fantastic. Um, Looking really forward to it. Ghostbusters Afterlife was a lot of fun. This is the follow-up. We're in New York. We're full-on ghostbusting. And we got Frozen stuff happening. So check out Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. First trailer. Now streaming. Uh, Let's see here. Venom 3. The release date has been delayed several months, and this is due to the strike. Venom 3 was supposed to come out in the summer of 2024. It has been pushed to October of 2024. So, thankfully, we're still getting it next year. We just got to wait till October, which honestly has been the normal release date. The first movie came out in October. Um, Let There Be Carnage came out in October. So, Kind of makes sense. We'll take Venom 3 in October. I'm just glad it's still 2024. We have the trailer for How the Gringos Stole Christmas. That's right. George Lopez leads a new family holiday comedy. We have the trailer for Bookie, which is coming soon to Max. This show looks really funny uh, from Chuck Lore, And um, I'm looking forward to this one. I think this could be a little sleeper hit right here. We have the teaser trailer for Code 8 Part 2. That's right. Robbie Amell's sci-fi movie that came out a couple years ago code eight which wasn't even a netflix movie the movie streamed on netflix and got a ton of views so netflix said we'll make a sequel to it so code eight part two comes out in 2024 check out the first teaser trailer for that they are currently writing the script for extraction three and uh, the netflix boss says they hope to get idris elba to return for the next movie which I would assume, right, you don't tease that character in part two to not bring him back in a part three, so let's go there. Uh, Kevin Feige says that he is not moving forward with his Star Wars movie, so there you go. He's been talking about doing his own Star Wars movie for several years, but now that has been put aside. We have the new trailer for Candy Cane Lane, which is Eddie Murphy's new Christmas movie that is coming to Prime Video. Uh, the White Lotus creator, Mike White, teases that season three will be supersized, so they're going to try to make up for it with the whole delay on the strike, for sure. We have the trailer for the Monk movie. That's right. Uh, Mr. Monk's Last Case is coming soon to Peacock, and you can check out the first trailer for that. We also have the trailer for Hannah Waddingham's Home for Christmas, which is Apple TV Plus's new special that they have coming out soon. Getting the season. We have the first official trailer for the Mean Girls musical. That's right. This is Paramount's musical reboot, which is funny because in the trailer, there's no singing. There's not a song to be found in the trailer, but this is the trailer for the Mean Girls musical. Don't ask me how. But this was supposed to be a Paramount Plus movie, and they felt so strong about it that they're going to put it in theaters in January. So there you go. Check out the trailer. Uh, The new Blumhouse horror movie Imaginary has announced that the lead star will be DeWanda Wise. She is awesome. She did so great in the last Jurassic Park movie. So glad to see that she's going to lead this. A new GTA 6 trailer is officially coming in December. That's right. It's finally happening, guys. It only took like 10 years of GTA 5, but we're finally going to get a trailer talking about 6. 
Leonardo DiCaprio reportedly is attached to Paul Thomas Anderson's next movie. Uh, so that should be pretty cool to see him kind of do something a little bit different. Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. If you haven't seen the Marvels yet, I just want to let you know it only has a mid credit scene. There is no post credits at the very end, just a mid. Uh, and the mid's pretty cool, man. Uh, and something else happens at the end of Marvels that's pretty cool that they could have actually had as a post stinger if they wanted to, but they left it in the movie. So there you go. Uh, we do have the trailer for Avatar The Last Airbender premiering on Netflix on February 22nd, 2024. So coming soon, about 100 days away. Um, keep your eyes on. Check it out. It looks really good, man. Last Airbender. Check out the trailer. Um, over at Max, The Penguin, Welcome to Dairy, and Hacks are the network's top priority list to get back to work. With several episodes already in the can for The Penguin and Welcome to Dairy, the goal is to resume filming by the end of November. So there you go. These are three big shows that got delayed because of the strike. This is what Max is doing as their priority to get back to work. Over on the movie side, Deadpool 3, Gladiator 2, Beetlejuice 2, Juror 2 and Venom 3 are among the productions to restart ASAP as Hollywood gets back to work post-Actors Strike. Um, Of course, Deadpool 3 was about halfway done filming. Um, Like, Beetlejuice 2 only had like two days left of filming. Same thing with Gladiator. So, yeah, so glad to see that they're getting back to this, especially Venom, because they want to hit that 2024 release date. So, that's what you got on the movie side. Now, speaking of the shifts with everything... Marvel had a big shakeup once again. So here's the update for the latest on the MCU side. Deadpool 3, which was dated for May and then got removed from the release calendar, is back. It is back. It is now going to release on July 26, 2024. So not even that big of a delay. We're going from May to July. Not bad considering everything with the strike. July 26, 2024. Now, that's it. That is the only Marvel Studios movie to release in 2024. One movie. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. We usually get three to four movies. We're going to get one. Now, you might be wondering, if you're familiar with the release dates, you might be saying, wasn't the new Captain America with Anthony Mackie supposed to come out next year? Yes, it was. It was actually supposed to come out in May and be the kickoff to the summer movie season. Well, it's been pushed to February 14th, 2025. That's right. A movie that has already been done filming is being pushed to February 14, 2025. Why? Well, rumor has it, and once again, rumor, quote unquote, uh, is that the test screenings have not gone very well. So they're going to do extensive reshoots and kind of uh, redo some stuff for the film, which pushes it back to February of 2025. So there you go. Fantastic Four, officially dated May 2nd, 2025. Thunderbolts, July 25th, 2025. Thunderbolts was also supposed to be next year, but they never got to start filming because of the strike, so it got pushed. Now it's July 25th, 2025. And lastly, Blade, the long-delayed Blade, which was also supposed to come out in 2024, has been pushed to November 7th, 2025. So you're going to get four Marvel movies in 2025. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? 
Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. But Deadpool 3 is solo in 2024. So again, Deadpool 3, July 26, 2024. Captain America 4, Brave New World comes out February 14, 2025. Fantastic 4, May 2nd, 2025. Thunderbolts, July 25th, 2025. And Blade, November 7th, 2025. So big, big shakeup over on the Marvel world. Uh, Ryan Reynolds did confirm the date, Deadpool, July 26th. So it is official, official. And I'm glad we're still getting that. If we're going to get only one movie in 2024, I'm glad it's Deadpool 3. Uh, Elon Musk is getting a biopic. That's right. It's in development over at A24 and will come from the whale director. ABC has canceled the Good Doctor spinoff, The Good Lawyer, that will not be moving forward there. Stars has officially greenlit a Spartacus sequel series that will feature re- a returning character. So they're going back to the well there on Stars. Blue Beetle's set to hit Max later this month, so keep an eye out for that. Disney's Mufasa, the Lion King spinoff, has uh, been pushed to December of 2024. Speak No Evil, filming has resumed on the horror remake with James McAvoy. We have the teaser trailer for Jurassic World Chaos Theory, which previews Camp Cretaceous's sequel series. Uh, Ultraman Rising, we have the trailer for Netflix's animated movie. Warner Brothers, permanently shelving John Cena's Wiley Coyote movie, Coyote vs. Acme. Now, we've had updates that just broke earlier today. So, yes, so it looked like Warner Brothers was going to pull a Batgirl on this new Coyote vs. Acme movie. Um, remember what they did with Batgirl just less than a year ago? Um, David Zaslav, the leader of Warner Brothers, said, movie's not good enough. We're not putting it out. And they scrapped it to get a tax break. They also did that to a new animated Scooby-Doo movie. Well, some time has passed, and then we find out he's looking to do the same thing to this Coyote vs. Acme movie. He's saying, we're going to scrap it, and we're going to get a $30 million tax break. The problem here is that this movie has been finished, and it's been screening, and the screening results have been off the charts. People are loving this movie. So that goes back to the question, like, okay, you scrapped Batgirl because you said it wasn't a good movie. You scrapped Scooby-Doo because you didn't feel the quality was up to par. But you've gotten nothing but positive feedback on this movie and you want to scrap it too? So this got a ton of hate over the last couple days. And then Warner Brothers backtracked on it today and said, okay, we're not going to scrap it. We're going to allow the makers of the film to shop it around to another streamer or to another agency. So... um. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted on who ends up picking it up. I'm sure if it's that good, someone will pick it up. I'm still surprised that Warner Brothers doesn't want to release something like this. This sounds like a really good uh, family film with John Cena. Um, It's kind of like a Roger Rabbit live action cartoon hybrid. Um, So we'll see who picks it up. But I'm glad Warner Brothers is at least allowing the creators to shop it around and try to find a home for this film. 
Arcane season two is coming. Are you ready? I know my boy Friggins is ready. They loves this show. Uh, Arcane is going to premiere in November of 2024. So yes, you still have a year to go, but it's coming November, 2024. Uh, a John Wick anime is coming as well. Uh, announced by director Chad Stahelski. A new Fear Street standalone movie is officially in the works from Netflix. Uh, we have the teaser trailer for American Symphony, which teases John Batista's new Netflix's documentary. We have the new trailer for Renaissance. This is Beyonce's new concert film. Tickets are on sale now. Netflix film boss says that they plan to make less movies annually. Um, you know, that they don't need to put out so much, which is true because a lot of it sucks. So save yourself some money. Ryan Reynolds teases that Dogpool will appear in Deadpool 3. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 is expected to keep its 2024 release date. As like I said, they only had a couple days left to finish. We have the first teaser trailer for Inside Out 2, which introduces Maya Hawke's new character as Anxiety. That's right. Of course, you got to have anxiety, right? Because the lead is a teenager now. Uh, they all got anxiety, so glad to see that hit. We have the first teaser trailer for Masters of the Air, which is Austin Butler's new show coming to Apple TV Plus in January. We have a behind-the-scenes look uh, for Trolls Band Together, which hits theaters this weekend, so check that out. Uh, Terrifier 3 officially announced that it will hit theaters on October 25th, 2024, so we're about a year away on that one. Masters of the Universe Revolution teaser trailer, so check that out. That's coming soon to Netflix. Uh, we have the teaser trailer for The Brother's Son, which is Michelle Yeoh's new Netflix series. We have the uh, new teaser for Three Body Problem, which is the Game of Thrones creator's new Netflix series that they're doing. Um, let's see here. So that how, uh, new Spartacus spinoff, I want to get some more info on that. Stars officially ordering Spartacus House of Ashore, which will come from Stephen S. Knight, which did the original show, with Nick Terabay returning to the cast. So there you go there. Cleopatra could be Denny Villeneuve's next project with Zendaya rumored to star in it. Uh, the Sandman, Abbott Elementary uh, are set to restart production ASAP now that the strike has ended. Um, the Alien TV series resumes filming um, next year. It won't go start filming again until next year. So now the release date is in 2025. Um Three-Body Problem is also coming in 2024 based on the best-selling science fiction book trilogy. Um, let me see here. Yeah, We have the new poster for Three-Body Problem as well, too. Um, never heard of that book, but should be pretty cool from the Game of Thrones creators. Geralt of Rivia, voiced by the video game star Doug Cockle, returns in Netflix's The Witcher, Sirens of the Deep, which is a new animated version of The Witcher, so check that out. Celebrities will secretly duet with their non-famous relatives in a new Fox guessing game called We Are Family. So check out the first promo for that. The Rookie Feds has been canceled after just one season uh, and after six months of waiting for a decision. Uh, so that really sucks, man. You know, you wait all that time to find out if you're renewed or canceled to find out you're canceled. So real, real big bummer there for the Rookie Feds. Uh, let's see here. We talked about the Marvel shift. 
We talked about that. We talked about that. Sorry. Uh, we did get confirmation from James Gunn that the strike did not do anything to delay his new Superman movie. He says everything has been moving forward. Uh, we are on pace. The movie will still come out on July 11, 2025 for Superman Legacy. So very cool there to get that. Um Yeah, the Marvels also landed the second lowest opening day gross ever across the 32 features in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, earning 25, $21.5 million on Friday. That included $6.6 million in previews. So, um, yeah, I hate talking about the box office to this because it really bums me out. It really, really does that people did not support this movie. Um we got an article up talking about a possible Young Avengers. I'm going to leave that up to you to check out. I don't want to read too much into it. And I don't want to, you know, point anybody into a direction they don't want to go into. So check that out if you like. We have the teaser trailer for Dead Boy Detectives, which was supposed to be on Max. Now it's going to be on Netflix. And it is also now a part of the Sandman universe. So there you go over on Netflix now that they're together. We have the teaser trailer for Damsel, which is Millie Bobby Brown's new action movie that comes out next year in 2024. Um, so keep an eye on that. We also have the first full trailer for Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. This, of course, hits Netflix on December 22nd. Uh, I'm looking really forward to this one here. Uh, it's Zack Snyder's new movie. It looks great. Uh, it looks expensive. So check out the trailer for Rebel Moon Part 1, A Child of Fire. Um, that dead, Me dead boy detectives also is coming in 2024. No official release date along with damsel with Millie Bobby Brown, just 2024 is all we know. Uh, the Netflix bosses say that they are still looking to maybe do a gray man two sequel. Um, they haven't officially locked that one in yet. I hope they do because the gray man was awesome. So love to see that return. Um, we have the full list of the 2024 Grammy nominations. So check that out if you are interested. Uh, Denzel Washington and director Anton Fuqua are teaming up to tell the story of Hannibal. Regarded as one of the greatest military commanders in history, the film will cover the pivotal battles that he led against the Roman Republic. It'll be coming soon to Netflix. Amazon Prime and MGM may be picking up Netflix's scrapped live-action He-Man movie. So yes, Netflix passed on this, and now Prime is in discussions to possibly pick it up. So we'll let you know if that goes through. The Loki season two finale viewership was up compared to its premiere. So that's good. People kept coming back. I like that. We have the new teaser trailer for Parish, which is Giancarlo Esposito's new AMC crime thriller. James Cameron finally releasing the abyss in 4k baby. That's right. People have been waiting for this one. It's also going to get a little theatrical bump as well too. So check out if it's playing near you. Lionsgate reveals that the sequel of John Wick 5 is currently being written. So we don't know if it's going to move forward, but they are looking at doing a script right now. So John Wick Chapter 5. We also have the teaser trailer for Terrifier 3. Feels like one of those fake trailers that's just to kind of set up like, hey, this movie's coming. Um, but none of the footage or nothing that's used in this teaser trailer will actually be in the movie. Um, but it's fun to see the clown back. So check out the teaser trailer for Terrifier 3 if you're interested. Uh, David Harbour talking about Creature Commandos. You can check that out if you'd like to hear more. Uh, there was a rumor going around a couple months ago that The Office was going to be rebooted. Well, the creator of The Office says he's debunking that rumor and says a reboot is not of interest. If they do anything, 
He said he might be interested in doing a spinoff and doing something like in that universe, um, but definitely not a reboot, definitely not with these same characters. So he wants to leave that alone and we don't blame him. So there you go. We have the first trailer for the Garfield movie. Chris Pratt is the voice of the cat and it's a really cute trailer. I'll give it that. It is really, really cute. Definitely check out the trailer for Garfield. Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran have found a writer for their Supergirl movie, Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Playwright Anna Nagoya will pen the movie after originally being hired by Warner Brothers to write a Supergirl movie back in 2022. So she already wrote a, wrote a script for Woman of Tomorrow, and they loved it. So bringing her on for this project here. Uh, we have the teaser trailer for Diary of a Wimpy Kid Christmas Cabin Fever, which is coming to Disney Plus, new holiday movie. We also have the trailer for Merry Little Batman, which is Damian Wayne trying to save Christmas from the Joker. This looks like it's in the vein of Teen Titans Go um, with with Damian Wayne as Batman. I don't know, man. This looks crazy. Check it out if you're interested. The Baby Shark movie is coming next month to Paramount+. Plus. Dwayne The Rock Johnson confirms that his next movie will be the live-action remake of Moana. What can I say except you're welcome? Uh, I'm shocked by this, to be honest. I thought he was going right into the Hobbs Fast and Furious spinoff movie that they were going to do before Fast 11. Um, so kind of interesting that he's going right into this first. But, hey, good to get some confirmation as he is playing the live action uh, Maui in Moana. We have an update on Wednesday season two. Netflix says an early 2024 production start date is lined up. The White Lotus Season 3 casting has begun and filming is expected to start in February of 2024. Tim Miller is going to be directing Alien Legion. That's right, never heard of this comic, but Warner Brothers has acquired the ad adaptation of the sci-fi comic book series Alien Legion and Tim Miller, who directed the first Deadpool movie, will be directing this. Cobra Kai Season 6 has added C.S. Lee as the Karate Kid character Master Kim Sun Young for the next final season. Taika Waititi has confirmed that he has not involved for Thor 5. That's right. We've been hearing a lot of rumors about Thor 5 lately. We kind of assumed that Taika wasn't involved, but yes, he says, yes, I am not involved in it. I won't be directing it. I wish them the best. I love everybody there. So there you go. We'll be getting a new director uh, if they do move forward with Thor 5. It looks like Avengers 5 might be moving away from Kang because they have released Jeff Loveness as the writer uh, of the movie, which he was the Quantumanium writer, and he's been penning the King Dynasty for a while now, and it looks like they let him go off the project because they are shifting gears. So we'll see. Uh, nothing, nothing official. Once again, this is just rumors in the world because of everything going on with Jonathan Majors that they might be shifting away from Kang. So we'll see how it goes. Um, which I feel like they kind of could do after the end of uh, Loki. So we'll see. Universal is rumored to be making a new spy mystery series called Spy House that will star Seth Rogen, Charlize Theron, and Keanu Reeves with Evan Goldberg co-directing. I love the sound of this, right? You got John Wick, you've got Atomic Blonde, and you got Seth Rogen, man. Let's do this. Spy House. I love the sound of this. I think this could be really cool. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's schedule may not allow Red Notice 2 to shoot until late next year. Yeah, he's got a lot of projects going on, so we might have to hold off on Red Notice 2 for now. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully they can shoot by the end of the year. Uh, the new Garfield movie will hit theaters on May 24th. 
The Fall Guy, which is uh, Ryan Gosling's new movie with the trailer just dropped for this. It looks awesome. Um, but the movie was supposed to come out in March of 2024. They just pushed it to May of 2024 to take over that kickoff date, right? Deadpool 3 was going to do it. Then it got bumped to July. Then Captain America was going to do it, but then it got bumped to 2025. So the Fall Guy is going to fall into that slot and officially kick us off into the summer movie season of 2024. We have an article up with Iman Vellani talking about um, her Marvel scene and different, definitely Miss Marvel season two hopes and a whole bunch more. So check that out if you'd like to hear her, pers- her perspective. It is official that Young Sheldon is going to be ending with season seven. Um, there was a lot of rumors that the show might be canceled. They decided to do one more season and wrap it up, which is perfect timing because this kid is getting older and older and older season seven. He's no longer really a young Sheldon. He's a teenager Sheldon at this point. So, you know, it's, it's time that they wrap this one up. Criminal Minds season 17 is set to begin production at break breakneck's pace in January. That's right, man. All these TV shows are like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We need new episodes. Welcome to Wrexham with Ryan Reynolds has been renewed for season three coming to FX in the spring of 2024 Freeform's praise PD has been canceled after just one season. The, uh, irrational, the next episode will not air for a while. Why? Because they've aired all the episodes that were filmed before the strike. (laughs) So now that the strike's over, they got to go back and start making new episodes. So all of the filmed episodes have already aired. For this show, so it is going to have to take a little bit of a break while they make new episodes. There's no return date yet, but as soon as they have some episodes in the can, they'll be back. And don't worry, guys, the Simpsons co-creator says Bart will still be strangled. That's right. Nothing's changing. There was a there was an article that came out a week or two ago that said they were going to have to stop with Homer strangling Bart because it just doesn't go with the times anymore. Well, now it's official. Uh, that nothing's changing and he'll continue to get strangled. Uh, the Matlock reboot and the weigh-in sitcom Papa's House have both been pushed to the 2024-2025 season, which is really shocking because you would think that they would put those out now since they have no new shows because everything was on strike. So I don't know why these are getting pushed back when these have been in the can for a while, other than the fact that there might only be a couple episodes filmed and you know they don't want to start airing them and then get stuck in the same boat, right? So there you go. Um, and on that note, that's the end of our show. We did it, guys. We are there at the end of it all. Thank you so much for tuning in. We did go a little long here tonight with 45 minutes in the can. But, hey, we had a lot of movies and TV shows to talk about. So hopefully it's I. This is our normal runtime. I feel, right? It's always good when we do 30. But I think 45 is more of our sweet spot. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you bookmark everything. Make sure you follow the show on everything, social media, Am I on the air, guys? Make sure you check it out. Amiontheair.com is the official webpage. Like us on X. Give us a follow right on Twitter at Am I on the Air. Myself at DXDomMega. The same things on threads. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Amazon Music, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're on everything. Just find the one you like. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe. Make sure you also subscribe to us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. We're on everything. Keep an eye out. And thank you to our great affiliates over at Red Dragons Radio. 
RedDragonsRadio.com. Follow on Twitter at RedDragonsRadio. And the Pop Culture Pros. Follow on Twitter at PopCulture underscore pros. Thank you for always streaming our show on demand and getting us out to another audience. This last week's episode was our 500th episode uh, here on Buzzsprout, which is our host site. So we've actually done more than that because we weren't originally on Buzzsprout. But I just would like to celebrate 500 episodes here on Buzzsprout. That's a pretty big milestone. And um, thank you to everyone once again who's listened and downloaded, even if it's just been one episode. Thank you for contributions. Uh, That'll do it for me here tonight on November the 14th. I hope you all have an amazing week. Uh, We'll see, man. We got a lot of movies hitting theaters this weekend. I'm hoping to go out and check out Thanksgiving. I can't wait to see a nice little R-rated gory slasher. And then probably go over the weekend and take my daughter to see Trolls. So (laughs) we're going to go on both ends of the spectrum again. Uh, But hey, guys, take care of yourselves and each other. Uh, Keep an eye out for that um, the Marvel spoiler review. We'll keep you posted when that hits. And uh, take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Red Dragons!